I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest that you mamas are really going to enjoy, especially during the summer when we're you know, traveling with our children. And before I bring her on, I just want to introduce her. And her name is Christy Kaltenbach, and she is a professional nanny for over 25 years. And she's had the joy of working with one family for 13 of them. She has helped raise three children from infancy to school age, and she just loves babies. Her passion is sleep training, healthy eating habits, and oils. Uh, She is a young living consultant who loves to use aromatherapy to keep babies calm and happy. She's a first aid and CPR certified nanny, and she has a huge heart for all children in her life. Welcome, Christy Kaltenbach. Thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled. I'm super excited about our conversation And I think you're going to help a lot of moms. Yay. I want to. That's what I'm here for. Awesome. Well, before we start, we're going to do a little bit of a warm up. And you don't know this question. And so it's not too too crazy. So I want to know, my listeners want to know, what is your favorite cookie or cookie memory? Mm, Chocolate chip for sure. Right. Hands down. Is there, there's so many memories. Just yum. (laughs) Right. Well, sometimes, you know, I'll get some guests that are, you know, I I had one and she's a good friend of mine and she's like my, she reminded her of her grandma and she told us about her story. So we just, things like emote these type of, you know, responses. So I always ask. That's a good one. You know, why not? Why not? Yeah. And kids love cookies. I mean, you're a nanny. So do you bake for your, for your kiddos that you, that you watch? We do easy baking stuff where they can help. Like Lots easy of, bake like, ovens? Like, are those still a thing? No, I, I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. I haven't seen one in a long time. I kind of hope not. Right. Um, but easy, easy, like, I don't do hardcore baking with them. Well, sure. right now I'm with the baby, so no. Um, but we do lots of smoothies and let them do as much as they can, right? They love to be involved and it's a great project. And they tend and to eat when promote. they get to help, right? Exactly. Like and you, instance, if you need healthy, then, huh? then they eat healthy. Right. This is true. I mean, every time I go and, and grab a snack and I grab like some apples and peanut butter, yep. my son will be like, can I have one? And I'll look and he has like a handful of apples. I'm yeah. like, okay. I mean, I'm happy that he's eating it, but man, I was really looking forward to my snack. Uh, and there's some funny <laughs> things out there that yeah. are, you know, if you want to yeah. get kids to eat healthy, just go grab a snack and eat in front of them. Right. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, no, like, cookies, yeah. we used to do a lot of um, after snack, after school. Snacks, be like cookies, cookies and snuggles. Cookies and snuggles. Mm-hmm. Aww. And how and is, is the baby that you're watching right now? He'll be one in a week. One in a week. And I started with he was five days old when I started with him. Oh wow! And so you've had quite, quite the journey of being a nanny. I've I've spoken on the show before that I've have hired help um, with nanny or sitter. I think like mommy helper, pseudo spouse, lots of different names. Uh, I think it's just a great person that you can have, especially as a working mom. Yeah. Just kind of, it's really hard to find a really good one. It is. I've heard some stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) And that goes both ways. (laughs) Well, you're, I would, I was really excited to have you on the show because, um, we talked about sleep training and sleep is one of the trickiest things with babies because every baby's different. Every baby has issues. Some babies are great sleepers. I feel like a top question you get when you have a baby is, are they a good sleeper? Right. You know? Um, and so because it's summer, I thought we could help the moms that listen, maybe give some tips on some sleeping tricks when, you know, cause when we travel and there's changes in time differences or even just environments, if you had some tricks and stuff. So first of all, what is, uh, why do you like to, uh, 
sleep train, like why you feel like that's your specialty and what makes it so different from, from others? Well, sleep is so important. And I feel like I've done the same thing with all my babies. There's been seven or eight. So I feel like my way work, it's worked every time. And to come in with a new mom, super stressed about all the things and reading 10 hundred books, literally mm-hmm. it's way too much information. And so first of all, it's tricky for me to get them to trust me when it's not a book. And you're talking about the mom. Yeah. So there's, there's that. Um, or the internet. Cause the internet says this and the book says this. So. Exactly. And what yeah. I actually do isn't actually in the book. Right. I do it. I do it a little bit differently and it's worked eight times. So. So it's pretty um, Yeah. Right. I, I mean, mean, for, for me and my kids, I would start the books that I read. Uh, they say to start at six months because that's about the time that they can. Yep. It, it's fine. So do you start them at six months? No, no. That's way too late. Really? <laughs> do you tell ladies? I know I'm crazy. Gentlemen. <laughs> and that's why moms are like, nope, that's not, it's too, too. So anyways, four too months. Early. Too yep. early. Yep. I start at four months. And- so why four months versus six? Is it just because of, it's just a really, because they're not having that attachment yet? Or is there some like secret? That's one. Yeah, okay. that's one thing. Okay. Um, they're, they're just ready. Three months for most babies is very hard. That three month, I mean, I've always, every, every baby I've had at three months has just been, you rock, rock, rock for an hour and they sleep for 20. Right. And so it's just. The regression. <laughs> yeah. The regression. Right. And also. It's just, it's just time. I feel like six months is too late. It just has, it's been proven that I, it works. And so it's so hard to explain that to a new mom. They haven't read that anywhere. It's not, it's not, maybe I should write a book anyways. Um, I think so. I think you should. Yeah, I think I should. Um, so four months for me is just been, and they're ready. It's always been that first four, the first day. Okay. So Monday we're going to start. I get super excited because I know it will work. And, and so what do you do? Like, what's the process happy. look like when you start? Lay them in the crib awake, but sleepy. Okay. Right. If they cry, let them cry for five minutes. You can do three, you can do six, you can do whatever you're comfortable with, but just do it. Just start. That's just the easiest. Just do it. And then the first, with this current family, he cried for one minute and fell asleep. We had been rocking him for 45 minutes every nap time. So how many times a day? <laughs> and are they, I was like, done. Are they swaddled? Are they open? Are they, I mean, swaddled. They are still swaddled. And yep. so my question I is, believe. do you wait until after that, that time? Cause every baby has it around three, four months of, you know, their regression on right. when they sleep for 20. I mean, it's, it's awful every it's- hour. Yeah, and they're up. And so yeah. do you wait till after that, that stage passes? And then it's like, okay, now we start kind of. Yeah. And that's why I say around four months because it's different. Some start at two, right. Some are late bloomers. I try to stick to four months. Yeah. But, but, and here's the main thing is that babies are different and parents need to remember that it's so hard because the book says, well, but your baby's not doing that. So my biggest tip is to listen to your baby and watch for cues and, really just listen to your individual person. <laughs> so have you um, ever had to break sleeping habits with families? For instance, if, you know, they were a co-sleeper and then they had to try and get them into their own beds. Have you ever had experience with that? Luckily, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> or, do you, what, how, or do you have any tips on what you could possibly think about oh doing? Um to make it a transition. I think you go from bed to sleeping bag on the floor and gradually make their way to the bedroom. Even then, if you would need to go like crib to parents sleeping, I mean, it depends. Every situation is different and everyone has different beliefs and ways. I think everything has to be a transition for babies because change is hard for them. They know what they know. And so um, anytime, any, any kind of sleep, 
change is 15 minutes. So when the naps start dropping off or you want to change, I only do, I let them, you know, I wake them up 15 minutes earlier, 15 minutes, and then do that for a week, you know, so right, on. And so okay. Very, yeah. But I've never had to deal with the in the bed. I've had families that are, babies need their room. <laughs> okay. So you haven't had no. that had that, right. that experience. So what would you say then to sleep machines? And like, is there a certain temperature you should keep the room at? I mean, we always keep it on the cooler side and we have sleep machines and my kids are now the oldest is seven and they still like their sleep machine. And yep. um, they're I still use one. Okay. I mean, we, yeah. I don't cold yeah. Um, I love sleep machines. It drowns out the noise for everybody. It's comforting and, and they're used to it. And they also know that that like that's the sound for sleep time right? when they go to the room. Like it just, any kind of cue that sets them up and prepares them to walking into their bedroom, what that means. Um, and as far as temperature, my current family keeps it a little bit too cold in my opinion. Right. I, his hands and feet are freezing and we kind of, you know, they're the parents. So I do that, but it's hard for me. Right. Because <laughs> he's cold. Um, and I think he sleeps fine either way, but it does have to be cooler for sure. Right. I, so I, if you're, if the, if the baby's waking up with their hands and feet cold, then we should probably look to, to raise the temperatures a tad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think low seventies, 70, low seventies depends on where you live. It depends well, on. This is, yeah, this is true. Like, okay. It depends on where right. you live. <laughs> yeah. if you have AC, not AC, you yeah. know, yeah. parts of the country. And babies, all babies have different temperatures. Their, their body temperatures are all different. So, um, but I know a lot of parents go by, well, the book says again, yes, the book does say that. Got it. Got it. Okay. So now we're, so you have the baby in the crib and you're training them at four months and then you like summer comes and you have to travel. So yeah, sleeping on the plane, sleeping in an Airbnb or in a hotel, for instance, when we were at an Airbnb, we'd have to get creative with where they slept because one would wake up the other one yeah. and it's like, it's nightmare. And so we had to get really creative and put them all in different rooms or we have to get an Airbnb with enough rooms for everyone. Um, cause they're just not sure yet. Yeah. But what do you, what, so that's like the big, big question, like for sleeping arrangements or, um, any type of, you know, tips and tricks there. Sure. Yes. Um, with my family of 13 years, I did travel with them. Um, and we were sleep training, a baby at that time and we put her in the laundry room okay hey i put one of mine in the closet right actually. exactly <laughs> i so mean i did yeah she went in the laundry room and <laughs> did we run the dryer i don't remember but um I, I think any kind of closet or nook um making some kind of a fort that's you know safe and not going to fall um just being creative with what your child, like if your child is used to sleeping alone, that, that's probably going to be the easiest thing. And also bathrooms, if there's an extra bathroom, mm -hmm. um, it's very situational, but to just be as creative as possible and yeah, use the laundry room. Um, not that long ago, I had a job. We were traveling, it was an Airbnb and the baby slept in the sauna. Oh, okay. Obviously we didn't use the sauna. No. <laughs> I mean, obviously if it's not on, I mean, where were we? I can't remember where we were, but there was a closet and it was like a deep closet and we had the pack and play tucked into the closet. Yeah. Oh, we went to the Bahamas and we brought our nanny with us. And so she slept in the room. Um, there were two beds and uh, one slept in a pack and play and then we got the other one, but they had to sleep in the same room, but we didn't want them to see each other. So right. we put one in the closet, but we didn't close the doors. Like it, it, so don't freak out everyone. Like we didn't close them in because <laughs> first it wouldn't fit, but we put them there. So it would be like dark and separated and it worked really yeah. well. And we had to get yeah. a little bit more creative, but the worst thing is like when you're in a hotel room with kids, uh, I remember we went to, I was pregnant with my second and we were in Canada and we brought our youngest or, or, or only at the time um, it was to Banff. And I couldn't do anything because I was pregnant. So I couldn't go ski. I couldn't do anything. Couldn't leave. The rooms were the smallest. I've, I mean, I've been to, well, aside from Paris when I went, when I was a kid, because my grandfather's from there and he took us there. Very, 
teeny tiny room at that hotel, but this room was tiny and barely a crib fit next to the bed. Like I had to crawl on the other side, but I just remember when we took him, we would sit in silence and wait for him to fall asleep. We would stay really still and not talk. And then we put our earphones in and watch the iPad. Like we did not want to wake him up because we were arms length. Yep. Yeah. I've done that before too. Yeah. You just have to get super creative. Right. It's hard, but if you want to travel, there are ways to do it. And if the kids, you know, depending on how much the kids and the family travel, it's easier. Um, True. You know, I mean, and then I was also remembering um, traveling like longer distances and that like traveling, the farther you're traveling, the better it is to sleep at night or travel at night so they can sleep. Mm -hmm. And that babies are way easier because they're not moving yet. And they can just drink a bottle or, you know, eat uh, however that is working out. So always uh, like when you're taking off, like in, and landing, it's, it's always good to yeah. nurse because it keeps yeah. the nurse from popping. Yeah, exactly. Or, and then if it's, they're fussy at night, right. They can, they can snack. <laughs> True. Um, and it stays, it keeps them somewhat on their sleep schedule, which is the most important thing. Um, always as close as possible is keeping them on their routine. So yes, well, and then your time trips. change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if it's even shorter trips, road trips or shorter airplanes, um, I would say have them nap in the car or, you know, eat in the car, depending on their age, kind of plan it. So they're going to be just sitting down and they can either eat or sleep. Um, and same with the plane too, depending on how good of a sleeper they even are, or just know they're not going to nap that day. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, or you benefit them, which yeah. I... I tried and it actually did the opposite. I had been a drilled one time and it just, and then of course he passed out like at the airport at the layover. I was like, that was not the plan. Yeah. That was not the plan at all. Right. Uh, you, you can know. always try, you know, you can try and be so prepared, but it doesn't always work. No, no, no. of course not. So we, had, we, um, I had mentioned that you are an oil connoisseur expert. And so a lot of the moms that li- that listen to the show are, um, they like holistic, they like natural, they're healthy and health and wellness. And so, um, staying natural as much as we can. And so what do you recommend with maybe I've tried diffusers and also just some, some oils that can help maybe relax or help them sleep or even, Hey, us, us adults and mama sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yes, I love my essential oils and I love them for the little ones. They're so helpful. But just so helpful. I, I use a diffuser every night myself. Um, and where do you keep it? In your bedroom or in your living room or? Mine is in my bedroom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I do bring it out sometimes if I'm, you know, if I'm, if I'm feeling under the weather, I, I put my, you know, thieves, my peppermint, my specific oils in there. Um, I have a blend for allergies, cleaning the house. That's how I clean my house. <laughs> sure. So what kind of oils would you recommend if, say, a child is maybe sick and trying to go, you know, trying to sleep at night, they're stuffy or like, what would you diffuse? What would you, what would you combine? I would do lavender and eucalyptus. Okay. And you would put that in the diffuser or would you put that with some carrier oils? Um, Well, I would put that in a diffuser and then, um, I would use, I would dilute a little bit of thieves maybe thieves and peppermint's hard because that, that can be, that can kind of wake you up a little bit. So, um, what, you know, so if for those that don't know what thieves are, what, what is that? Oh, thieves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thieves is one of them is like the number one young living oil. Don't get me started. Um, well, it, is there, is it, is it an actual thing or is it just the name of yeah. it? It's a blend. It's okay. a blend. Um, and there's a whole story about in the 19, whenever the black flag was going on, all these thieves were in prison because they were actually thieves doing the bad things, but they were using these herbs and they lived through the black flag. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a whole story of, and it's, um, eucalyptus clove. I'm going to draw a blank now that you asked me, um, Put you on the spot. five amazing royals, but it's, it's for your immune system. And that's, right, re- all- that, and that's the reason why it was called thieves. Yeah. That's a that's, yes, story. I know. That's actually really, that's actually a really interesting story. <laughs> I thought that was really like, they didn't really make that up. That's the people always ask me, yeah, why, why that name? But 
it's great for your immune system. I use it every day for myself, but it's also good. And you can use it on your, on your little, little one's feet because your feet have thicker skin. So your the arch of your foot is your stomach okay. where, where your immune system is. So it's a little bit of pressure. Um, and up and down the, the, the side of your foot is the spine is your actual spine. So it connects all things. Right. So with a little bit of pressure, putting a few drops in that just helps them get healthy faster, keeps them healthy. Um, Thieves is also great for teething. It's a, cause clove is an, as a numbing agent. I have so, heard about clove. I did put some clove on once and it tasted terrible. Well, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah. It doesn't taste good. Um, it works. It works. It works. And for, for teething with the little ones, you'd want to do coconut oil. You know, you can just rub it on their gums. I've been doing that for years. Yeah. That was where my mistake went. I totally just did it pure. It was a really terrible idea. I, it only, it, I know we've all done it. It's well, okay. then I knew Then I was, then I, well, this is when I was new to oils. I think I, my mom gave me clove just, and I didn't even have oils at my house yet. And, um, I was like, here, and I'm like, and it's, oh, and then I put it in my mouth just to see. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that is like really, that's like torture. I just, that's strong. So yes, the, it was. Yeah. It's really strong. It, it can, it can burn. I mean, that's why we don't recommend just doing it straight, but I as an adult, on that one. Yeah. Live and learn. I still do stuff like that. Like it only burns for a second. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As they're crying and drooling. On and the funny like side. Crying. Yes. And just like, I just I literally, know. I'm going to kill my, like poison my child. Well, and then the other, and it's not though, cause it's like all natural. So you're not, it's, it's like, they're, right. they're not, their teeth are going to be really numb. Yes. It was definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely numb for a while. Um, and then the tip with that is, I just want to add this cause it's, it's important is you add water to it, which is your first instinct. It actually makes it stronger, magnifies it. Really? Yeah. So you just want to add the coconut oil or if you have olive oil or whatever you have, we sell a a V6 carrier oil as well, but that's the first thing moms do. And I did too, before I knew just makes it worse. So I like to throw that in when I talk about this. Um, You know, I wouldn't recommend doing it doing a thieves is, is a little bit better than clove because it's not as strong and it has better flavor because there's cinnamon and there's all these hot oils so they're all very hot you know so mm-hmm. they work that's why they work so spicy antibacterial yeah um but then so other sleep oils uh, and we have hopefully the kids line now with where it's already diluted there's rollers um i have some some really, rollers because i some of those, yeah like the stress away or the focus and and all those things. Yeah. Um, Which is my super kids funny actually though. really like it. Uh, I started putting on the back of their neck. I don't know if it helped them or if it just smelled good to them, but my son right. would be like, can you put some on the back of my neck? Yeah. But yeah, kids, kids love it. And it's a great DIY as they get a little bit older. You can make sprays for the plane or for your air, you know, hotels, um, pillow sprays, blanket sprays. What um, would you put in there? Thieves and what? I would actually have a couple different ones, <laughs> to be okay. honest, one for sleep. So I would do, you know, lavender or there's gentle baby, um, peace and calming stress away. Again, you play with it with all these oils. You learn what works for your, your body or your baby's body, like, like medication kind of not everything works the same, but we have tons to choose from. So, um, before you travel, I would recommend experimenting beforehand and seeing what works. Um, and then as they get older, of course they have opinions and may not like a certain smell. I <laughs> so like the bergamot oil when I would go get massages. Yeah. Like it yeah. always smelled so good. And then I love lavender, but I think lavender yep. for everything. Um, I do too. Frankincense. I think there's always these different healing and, uh, you know, I'll put peppermint oil on the back of my kids next when they're stuffy and they actually ask for it too. Cause it opens yep. them up and I try to put it under their nose and then of course it burns and then they regret that. that right. So on. try on their feet, try using their feet. Um, and I can, I have charts too. If you'd like a chart, I could send a chart. Yes. yes. Um, we'll, we'll link all the, um, fun things okay. that we talk about in the episode to the show notes. And so if anyone wants to go grab that chart, we'll, we'll, uh, okay. get that to you for sure. Um, okay. what, Great. what would you say then? So I like, for instance, my kids are sick now. So if you like, I use Vicks cause it was just there, honestly, I just right. didn't feel like, but what would yeah. you like? If you were to make your own, what would you, what would you use? Can you tell us the ingredients? Sure. Um, it would be peppermint, um, coconut oil. There's a couple of variations, but I use coconut oil for everything. So, um, 
that's mine. And then eucalyptus and possibly a little bit of thieves. Okay. It's all very to your liking. Um, okay. But the peppermint alone and coconut oil could be that simple. And do you recommend putting yeah. socks over it? Like for me, I put socks over yeah. my feet. I yeah. just, you know, but there's some things that like icy hot, for instance, which is right. terrible stuff for you now that you know what's in it. But just for, just for this example, you never put icy hot on your skin and then no cover it up with compression. It will burn your skin. So yes. is there this is different. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, I think that helps. And then also the on their chest and, under their nose, you know, their sinuses, I do my forehead, behind the ears, up and down the spine, anywhere, anywhere. But for children, for sure, the safe thing is the feet because there's more skin, it's thicker, and they don't. I put them, I, at nap time, before nap time, I'll use Stress Away or um, I recently just learned, oh my gosh, Endoflex, which I was using for hormonal stuff. It's for moods. So I know moms that use it for tantrums. That's what I was going to say. Actually, that's where yeah. we're going to segue is um, if, if your child is having a tantrum or is there any type of calming ones that we could ever recommend? Um, yeah. You know, because we could talk sleep, lavender, and just like relaxing and soothing smells. Yeah. But then you've got the calming aspect of it too. Maybe will those help if they're in the middle of a tantrum or situation? Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, so Endoflex is one that I just learned about for children and I absolutely love that. And so even if I'm wearing it, which I put on every day and then they hug me or they, you know, they, they can breathe it in. They can, mm -hmm. that's also just beneficial. Like it's just, it's amazing what stuff. What is the mix and, of that? Like what's in there? Um, it's right here. Um, this one's a new one. So I need to. And for our listeners, she's grabbing her her oil off of her desk just so she can read it for me. Uh, this one is spearmint. That's the smallest writing, you guys. I'm sorry. Geranium, which is really good. Chamomile. Mm, I can't read that one. Oh my gosh. Um, nutmeg, which is a very calming oil. Very like, it's very happy. Nutmeg? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's in a lot of Christmas cookies. When I'm stressed out? Yeah, I know, right? It's a really, it's a true, it's a true thing. Um, those are the, those are the. Main, main things in there. Yes. Interesting. Again, let's post all this stuff. I, I want to show. all this for you because I feel like the natural yeah, way so of much. doing things, every, you know, moms don't want to do intervening with medication or even just like with sleeping by itself, you just want to keep it simple. I mean, yeah. that's just, you know, yep. anything that's going to aid in just more rest for mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, if, and that's one thing I love about the diffuser is that it helps everybody, right? It, it does. And if, like I said, if you put something, an oil on you and they're next to you and snuggling, they get that too. Um, Roman chamomile, I heard, was a very good one for yeah. some for stress. For, um, no, for stress, like if you're just stressed stress. out or if you're just trying to calm the air, Roman chamomile, mm -hmm. I was, um, I had read that it was yep. good. That's a good one. Another Copa really Bea, good one. Which one? Copa Bea, I think. Copa Iba. Co How do you say it? Copa Iba. Copa Iba, man. I thank you. I've it always pronounced it. me a year. <laughs> okay. I've always pronounced that wrong. So just FYI. Copa That's what I figured you were saying. Yes. Um, Copa another good one is peace and calming. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one that's for set up. I mean, it, I mean, I'm just kind of, you know, phonetically sounding it out. So Copa, yeah. Okay. Copa Iba. Copa Iba. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Copa <laughs> In your own spelling. As I went ahead and like, there's every, it's all the oils too. It depends on how, some of them are very expensive. Like there's one that's like Yaz, Yaz or something. Ylang-a-lang? Yeah, that one. That's it. <laughs> Why? Yeah, that, that's, that's it. Why is that so expensive? Like, why would that be so pricey? It's the blend. It's the oils that are in it. Um, and this gets into the whole science of it all, which could be another episode, but uh, it has to do with where they're farmed, how they're farmed. That thing, like that kind, I think it does everything, doesn't it? I mean, yes. Yeah. Um, 
in oils like that. So here's, here's the thing that I like to say when people say it's expensive because that is the first thing you see. Um, well, I think I was comparing it when I was kind of, I was restocking and I had seen it and I was reading a book and I was like, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, this is really like, wow, this must be a really, I mean, I figured it was because it was also farmed and and stuff. I'm like, this must be the magic of all things. Yeah. Well, and the quality of it. I mean, because I, that is something that I get a lot is, well, I can go here and it's cheaper. You sure can, but you pay for what you get. Right. Um, And some of these oils will last you longer than a month. I mean, Oh yeah. For me. I have a whole box. I have a whole (laughs) box of them that I just kind of roam through. Yeah. Will they ever go bad? No, not Young Levine's. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah. So some are are pricier, but it also has come down to me for like a doctor's bill would be more expensive. I want to stay on top of things. I want to sleep. I want to feel good. I want to have happy hormones. I want to have happy children, healthy everybody. Um, And I want oils to work. If I'm going to use oils, I don't want chemical oils or perfume grade. Correct. Because we're all so, trying to just live healthier lives and be natural. as, you know, as, as, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with the word at the moment, but just being very intentional with what we do and yeah. how we do it. So, yeah. I mean, I know, I think it was a couple of years ago, it was after I got back into health and wellness, I started researching more oils. And then my daughter with her vitiligo, we were trying to figure out if there was some natural things that we could do. Um, with that as well, because we just knew about the steroid creams and everything like that. And I really was trying to avoid it. And so doing some research, I had this big old book of literally every oil known to man combinations, like what it does. And so I just uh, was trying to figure out what to do about it. So I've gotten very interested in it. And I, you know, even when I sleep, I'll put some under my nose, just to, you know, lavender behind my ears just to kind of help me sleep. And even with the kids, if they're just having a rough day, I'll put some on and roll it on their pillow at that point and just (laughs) breathe it in. That's where, that's where a spray comes in handy. And also just remember the big toe with pressure is your brain. Okay. So what what would you do with that? Is that like to help you calm your, your mind? Like for me, it's my brain doesn't stop when I'm trying to sleep. So same thing for a baby or, you know, really anybody, it just, it kind of helps calm the whole body down and it really does massage the big toe with, with yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of pressure. It's like reflexology a little bit Mm -hmm. and then up and down the spine and on your heart and just wherever you feel you need it. I mean, (laughs) I get excessive, but (laughs) right, right, right. That's it. Um, I lately at night, I've been using valor and peace and calming. Okay. But helping with with some panic attacks. So okay. full disclosure right there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I, I wouldn't, I, yeah, it's so it's for anxiety. It's whole- yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I get, I get uh, waves of anxiety. Um, I just remember when I was pregnant and I was nursing and mm. I know it was the progesterone, like the doctors like it, that's what it is. But every time like my milk would drop, I got this wave of anxiety, like, Oh, Oh my gosh. And it wait for like maybe 30 seconds. I mean, it didn't last too long, but I was like, Oh, and I was like, okay, I'm good. But I'll get that wave sometimes. And I know it's hormones Mm -hmm. and hopefully it's not something else. I mean, I'm only 36, but I've been told that it could happen or I mean, Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's a whole nother story, but, um, I do get some anxiety, panic attacks and stuff like that. So, uh, I think we all just look for remedies and, almost quick fixes, I would say, you know, yeah. we're all looking for a quick fix. Yeah. yeah. The most natural way possible. Right. Well, and for me, medicines don't work. They okay. just never, I'm very sensitive, makes me sick, makes me worse. So the oils worked for me. So that's kind of, that was my why of how I got into the oil stuff. Right. And, and that- kids are so sensitive too, and they're young yeah. and I mean, yeah. there's a reason why I think we were trying to give my kids NyQuil and it was like 12 and under, ask a doctor, right? So <laughs> it's like, probably shouldn't be giving you that. You know, like I give them the Zaxby's or something or the Zarbies that are, it's honey and all natural. We look for the most natural products, dye free, right. all those things. But if you can get around that, especially yes. sleeping when they're sick. I know. Well, and so there's also... um things you can make. You can make your own cough syrup with the thieves and honey and lemon. I mean, there's just so much, there's so many great things. Um, 
and ways to go about having the extra chemicals. So, so if you were traveling, yeah, what would you recommend bringing with you if uh, you're trying to, you know, for sleep for you, for sleep for babies or kids? Um, what are like your magical travel um, tricks? For I would probably, I would probably bring a calming one, a stress, you know, super stressed one. So peace and calming and lavender would definitely bring the thieves use it on the feet every day or as much as possible or, and then more if someone gets sick. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's, there's so many independent on the age. If it's for me, if it's going to be in the diffuser, I don't want to use kid scents because it's already diluted in the diffuser. So I want it to be a little bit stronger. So here's sense. my question for you. If you add water, it makes it stronger. But if you put it in a diffuser, you're putting uh, it into water. Right. So if you're in a, in a diffuser, it's diluted because it's coming out as steam in right. the air. But if you put it in it topically, then yes, it's going to be it's a different effect. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Just want to throw a little yeah. ringer for you. <laughs> she caught on. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I was just kind of, you know, I have a couple of diffusers here and there and, uh, I'm a big, again, I try to get my kids to kind of calm down or we do rituals before they go to sleep. Like we try to, you know, we do bath and then dinner and then we just try to wind down. We cut down on the, on the screen time before bed because of the blue light and um, not having blue night lights in there either. Cause that will interrupt sleep. It's all related. Another thing you could do too is having the diffuser by the dinner table. Okay. Start start a couple hours before bed, you know, just calming the whole mood, the whole house. Um, there are a lot of people that do that just pregame. Pregame. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Well, I didn't really think about that. I mean, I know there's some that will keep oils going all the time or diffusers mm-hmm. to kind of, and I guess for me, I just don't keep enough distilled water. Do you have any tips on if you don't have any distilled water? I just oh, use filtered. Oh, you can use filtered water. Not the best. Every diffuser is different. Interesting. Like every diffuser that we sell, they all are a little bit different. But for the one that I use, I just use filtered. Which is just like I, out of your refrigerator. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, well, so, I mean, do your research. Make sure that that's good for your diffuser. Make sure you have a good diffuser. Make sure, you know. Because um, it's not going to be bad for breathing. Right. Not for breathing. Yep. It's really just uh, for the diffuser. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and it's okay. so diluted that it, and it's just filling the air, you know, it's just, yeah, it's fine. Well, that's good to know. Cause I always thought that if I were to use that water and not diffuse, like, um, distilled water, that it was actually for the breathing part, not for the health of the machine. Right. Yeah. you got to take care of your self-care tools. I call them. Well, that's one of them. Um, another thing you can do too, is at bath time, you can add a few drops of lavender. So if you are traveling, you know, it's another thing. So bring the oils you use the most mm-hmm. and that help the most for your kiddos. So or, if that's they, why, or if they were looking to get oils for the first time. I, yes. Um, I, yeah, I've got some great, there's great bundles. There's kid, kid starter bundles. with lots of great kid oils. Now we have a seedling line. It's all baby stuff. Um, so there's so many great, so many great things. Great. Um, and I just wish more, more babies were, using them. I, I see babies still using Johnson and Johnson and yeah. other names. It's, mm-hmm. it's, that's yeah, that, that I do know is not good, not good stuff. No. Not so great. don't use the baby oil from baby Johnson and Johnson. Uh, as good as it might smell, if it smells that good, most things that smell that good are not good for you. I think there's formaldehyde in that. Yeah. yeah. There's formaldehyde in, in Johnson and Johnson. Um, not to knock Johnson and Johnson, but I'm just saying in, in that I know just in general. Right. In that, in that specific brand, at least that I have seen, it had formaldehyde in it. And if you don't educate yourself, it's just like what you put on in your body, on your body. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. Yep. You're one big sponge. So, and also petroleum. Can we not use petroleum? Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. We were just going through like our pantry purge and we were reading some through some of the oils on the back and um, the dietitian was like, 
they're like, oh, this will make your face puffy. Like, don't like, this is what they use or this is this or that. And we're like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. And I, once you do your research, it's not, you don't feel good about it. I think that if you don't, and maybe it's the same with oils, but like with food, if you can't read it and pronunciate it, yeah, I probably shouldn't have it. Right. Except for <laughs> Copa Iba. That's just a tricky Copa word. Iba. I mean, Copa Iba is an exception. And you're laying, you're laying. Yeah. Like those fine. But if it's something with like dextrate at the end, probably you shouldn't be consuming probably it. Not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's so many. Ugh. Yeah. And the less ingredients, the better. So always, always. Right. Um, yeah. It's funny. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, again, I appreciate you coming and talking about sleeping and traveling and, um, I mean, oils is just fascinating to me. I just got into it a couple of years ago and just the natural ways to calm our kids and calm us down as well, because I feel like if it works for us, it'll work for them and vice versa. Um, And just kind of just educating and giving uh, everyone just some options because I know for one, I dread traveling with my children. Uh, Yeah, I hear that a lot. But I I do like, for instance, I do have... um, I call her my Swedish sister. We had exchange students growing up and uh, she, they, Europeans, they just travel differently. And that's just because they, they have more public transportation maybe, or they can travel and fly, sorry, fly from, I was talking about sleepy. You didn't get me sleepy. Um, <laughs> I got this, all my oils over here. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, sorry. Okay. So like, for instance, they've been traveling with their kids since they were babies. So they're not really phased. And for me, we didn't really travel with the kids. We would always, you know, travel without them or bring help with us because it was just the stress of losing one or the airplane ride. Just, yeah. Yeah. If you're you're traveling, you have to go quiet. Yeah. 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 And and it's expensive. I was always like, if we're going to travel, you know, he turns two next like month. Like we gotta go. Like if we're gonna go, we gotta go because we have to start paying for a ticket in about a month. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I know it's really sad, but when you have three kids, it's like, ooh, we're gonna have to pay yeah. for a ticket in about a month. So let's uh, book that book that sure. sucker. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's true. I've I've traveled with families that traveled since the babies were babies, and it's so much easier. But obviously, not everyone can do that. So if your two-year-old is traveling for the first time, it's can be a lot. It's scary for them. And right. It's, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I give mine lollipops or something to drink yes. and always eat yep. on the way up and down. Yep. Some special activities that they don't usually get to have that are quiet and not messy. Right. And, That's not, <laughs> and not talk to everyone that's on the plane. Right. Like, please don't yell and shout to the person that has earphones on that don't want to talk to anyone. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. And, but I actually, we just did an episode um, for you listeners. There's a past episode on, um, I think it was the last one before about uh, cheap and, and expensive things and um, sensory things that you can make or bring with you and make it after with like uh, a Ziploc bag and some hand sanitizer yeah. and put some glitter in there and you just tape it to the to the table and it's like a little sensory, like they can draw shapes yes. and numbers. That's the one I saw. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a good one. Yeah. So, good. you know, yeah. just trying to keep sensory. them occupied and bring a little pillow. There's travel pillows and stuff like that. And they're lovies. Yeah. Yeah. Always bring a lovey. My recommendation is what we do is we always buy two if we can. And so when we travel, we don't travel with the very, very favorite one. We travel right. back up because God forbid something were to happen to it. The real one that has a sentimental value. That's tragic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I like that. I always do. I have two blankets. Like my daughter sleeps. I only have two blankets for her, but she has two blankets. They're identical. And so when we travel, at least it's like, if we have one and when we were washing one, she always had one, she wraps around her neck and she sleeps. <laughs> and then we had my son at the time he had fluffy is what he called them. Mm. It's the giraffe at the end of that woman up. And he wouldn't, and I cut the pacifier off because I didn't want him sucking on it anymore. Because yeah. when they get to three, it messes with the growth plates in their mouth. So he would suck on the arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gross. Sure. Uh, yep. It was just really gross. And I, I um, wanted to replace it. So I went and looked everywhere at every single grocery store to find the same giraffe. Or it went on Amazon. 
found the identical one. He didn't, he didn't have it. He wasn't having it. I'm like, well, if yeah. you lose that one, you know. you're done. Now he's four and he found, he found that backup that I bought. Oh and now God. he sleeps with it and he wants, he's like, well, where's the other fluffy? And I'm like, we took that one away. Like you can't have it anymore. I won't suck on it. I'll just try. I'll just, I'll just hold it. I'm like, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not giving him back. Plus he's just, no, not happening. And Aww. this one's just good enough, but it's just kind of cute. Um, but always it's buy so two if you can, if it's not yeah. too expensive and bring the backup with you and not the actual true one. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause that is tragedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, My nephew, um, 14 still sleeps with the blue bear that I got him when he was born. Aww. Little blue bear with a little blankie. He doesn't have any face. His face is gone. The dogs ate the face, but he still needs his blue bear. And that's what I gave him. And so it's just, but yeah, he's lost it a couple times and luckily we found it. Yeah. It was very stressful for him. Yeah. My sister, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, I don't think she does. Uh, but if she does, I'm going to totally, I don't know if she does now. Let's just be, I, she's 35. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't know now. I know she still has it, but I do remember like when we went to college, she still had her baby blanket and it was, I mean, Hey, whatever. I mean, I've gifted a lot of my things to my kids and they take really care of it. And I always say like, if you're going to lose it, like give it back. Cause I don't want you to lose it. I don't sleep with it, but she was, I think definitely sleeping with that blanket through. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't yeah. judge, but if it's a comfort, it's a comfort, but that's why yeah. I say buy a yeah. backup just right. in case. We all need our comfort. We all have stuff that we're, you know, the world is crazy out there. And, and with those lovies, this kind of thing, you can also add oils to it, put oils on them. If you drop yeah. on the nose, you know, because you're going to wash it, right? And the smell wears away and plus it's clean. So it's just, it's an easy little, they snuggle, it's by their nose. I bought my, my son a warm buddy, they're called. Oh. And it's got beads and you can heat it up and it had lavender in it, but it did not smell very good. It didn't it's smell not. like the lavender that I was good. So I would, so I took up my lavender and I just doused it with it. And I'm like, yep. let's cover that up. But the thought process behind it was it's warm it smells like lavender and it's warm it did not smell great but it was a great and they have a bunch of different ones uh but it was a warm buddy to kind of just i have one i think it's called bed buddy um so i have fibromyalgia that's a whole nother story but i use lavender or peppermint on it and so it's a better it's a better grade i can't do perfume grade um anything because it gives me a headache and so you don't want that Right you know, there's quite a few people that have fibromyalgia and, and before we mm-hmm. wrap up, what would you, what would you recommend for that kind of helps you? Because I mean, everyone's different. Everyone gets flares up, flare ups in a different way. Uh, yeah. but I know that when you struggle and I don't have it, but I know of course people that have it when they have their flare ups, it's just unbearable. It's really, really painful. And so trying to find something that works and maybe if someone's listening and still trying to find that, what would you recommend that works for you? In the middle of a flare-up. Um, or to my, keep them at bay. Yeah, I mean, to keep them at bay. I, being as healthy as possible, you know, I, I quality supplements. Um, I'll tell you my list shortly, and then maybe that can be another topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, quality supplements. Adel- a, a, an inflammation free diet is huge because we've got so much inflammation um, working out, but just listening to our body because everyone says, Oh, you've got to work out. You've got to work out. Okay. Well, that's stressful. I can't work out every day. So listening to your body is key. Um, That's how I got into my oils and my chemical free stuff. hundred percent chemical free as much as possible. Um, Carry peppermint oil everywhere you go. Um, so peppermint oil helps you. Yeah. I mean, because we have so many things and it affects our whole body. And so there's anxiety and there's stress. And when you have stress and anxiety, that creates a flare up for most people. Okay. And if you overdo it, that also creates a flare up. And so then you need, um, we have a really good product. It's called cool Azul. Uh, it's a cream. We have deep relief. We have a handful of stuff that, um, that are my go-tos that I don't leave the house without. It's kind of like Um, menthol. Like a kind of like a menthol, yeah, yeah, it's kind so of like, good. A, like an icy hot but a natural, yes, yeah, exactly. So, um, there are there's a handful of supplements that I highly recommend, um, that Young Living has, Ninja Red is one of them. 
Um, it's a drink, it's a healthy, delicious drink that everyone should be drinking. It's a little bit pricey, but mm-hmm. you know, again, you do you want to feel good? Do you want to go to the doctors? Do you want to be healthy? Yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah. You know, sure. um, yeah. So um, our supplements are oil infused, so they really actually absorb our bodies into our bodies and actually work instead of you just peeing them through. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't felt better. That's amazing. Since I started these products, yeah. And I'm I'm listening to my body better. That took years. Sure. So I swim laps and I do. I'm a super active person. I've had to cut back and learn how to say no and do all that stuff. And I think that if you don't do that, which a lot of people struggle with because they don't want to lose their life and they don't want to give it up. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing. But that's like the main thing. Right. Adjusting and giving up a little bit of what you love to do to rest your body, to heal your body. So later you can hopefully do the things and get back to your life. So hundred percent. Well, I think yeah. that that'll help a lot of people, uh, especially. And if anyone uh, so. wants to, to read further about it, we'll make sure that we, uh, put the links in. And so, uh, yeah. we'll just, we'll end with, uh, first, thank you for, we, we talked about lots of different things. It was such a fun really conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And so for those of you who want the listeners that want to find you, maybe uh, reach out to you with any questions or, um, maybe it's just about what, you know, tips for nannies, tips for sleeping, tips for, for oils, or even the fibromyalgia, uh, question yeah. that I asked at the end, um, where can they find you? Where, how can they contact you? Yeah. Awesome. So I am, I'm on Facebook. It's just my name, Christina Kaltenbach. No, it's Christy now. I've changed it. Okay. And that's the same as YouTube. Also Christy Kaltenbach. Um, and Instagram is, I need to change it. It's too long. Oils with photo chick too. Oh, okay, listeners. Yeah. Well, we know where I'm going to go with that. So we'll just uh, I'll I'll be calling her to make sure I get her in the next boot camp. <laughs> and we will put the handles also in there. So yeah. we will be also having a conversation after this podcast to uh, change that, Christy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I need help with that one. Just change it to your name. I know. I just thought, you know, trying to be creative. You change your, you know, put your handle. Oh, that's a whole nother conversation, right guys? Yeah. So, um, exactly. well, I appreciate you being here and it's been lovely chatting and, uh, so hopefully fun. you'll come back, come back soon and we'll talk yes, more. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. I had so much fun. I love chatting about things I love and care about. So, yeah. and I want to help people. So, yay. I mean, don't we all, right? I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing and you never know who's listening. And, and, uh, I hopefully that this podcast helps just one person that, that makes me happy. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much. And thank you listeners for, for listening and, uh, catch the next episode of the chaos of cookies podcast. Catch y'all later. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.